Welcome to CapeCast Audio 20, the audio podcast from the city of Cape Coral, Florida. I'm Connie Barron. I'm the public information director for the city of Cape Coral, and I'm your host for this regular 20-minute audio podcast. My guest in studio today is Michelle Dean, and Michelle is the marketing coordinator for our Parks and Recreation Department, the It Starts in Parks Department. Uh, Michelle has been our coordinator since, uh, what, 2006? 2006. So she's been here about six years. Michelle, welcome to the program. Thanks, Connie. Thanks for having me today. You know, when they talk about It Starts in Parks, what do they mean? What, I mean, what is our Parks and Recreation Department trying to communicate to our citizens? Well, It Starts in Parks is actually an initiative from the Florida Recreation and Parks Association that helps to better communicate all the positive benefits that people can obtain from participating in parks programs. Some of these benefits include good health, a sense of community, respect for nature, economic development, just to name a few. And and it definitely draws in a lot of visitors to some of these events, so it's a great opportunity to socialize as well. Oh, absolutely. And a lot of the folks that live here are from other parts of the country, and so it's great to be able to come out to parks and recreation programs and events and have a chance to feel like they're part of the community. When you look at parks and recreation events and programs, how do you think Cape Coral is doing as far as a municipality in offering these to the community? Oh, Cape Coral does a tremendous job of being able to offer a wide variety of programs compared to some of the other communities that really just have the park with a playground and a picnic table. We have a wide variety of programs for really all ages and all interest levels. When I was up in Indianapolis and worked for the city up there, parks and recreation tended to always be the kind of like the redheaded step stepchild of the uh, municipalities where if, if there was money available, yes, they would get it. If they needed to make cuts, they would make them in parks. Here in Cape Coral, there tends to be more of a, at least it seems to be more of an emphasis on parks and recreation. There is a strong emphasis and, you know, we don't have a large budget, but we try to get creative. And again, it's always fun to promote fun and tell everybody about all the great things that you can do. And a lot of these options are available at no charge. And that's one of the things about parks and recreation is it is the fun department. Absolutely. So that's I'm sure it's a, a lot of fun to work there as well. We're going to talk about some of the different uh, programs and events and facilities that we have. Our goal is to just kind of touch on them just briefly today. And then down the line, I'm going to have some of the managers who are uh, responsible for s- these uh, specific areas like Sunsplash and Coral Oaks come in and talk to me and to our uh, listeners out there about their programs. But let's just start in general. How many parks do we have in Cape Coral? Cape Coral actually has 37 different park locations throughout the Cape, and some of these locations actually have multiple facilities. For example, our Yacht Club Community Park houses a senior center, tennis courts, a boat ramp, a yacht club pool, all part of that same park. Also at Lake Kennedy, we have a senior center as well as our special population center. And then we have the athletic parks too, such as uh, up Jim Jeffers Park, which is a combination of a recreation uh, playground area and also soccer field. Oh, absolutely. That's one of our newest and largest parks, and it's very popular on the weekends. And I think that might be uh, one of the examples of what you were talking about earlier, where, where we try to get the most that we can out of our money. So we combine some of these activities into one central location. 
Correct. And we actually have a wide variety of parks. We have 11 what we would consider recreation facilities and attractions. Those are centers that actually have staff that man them. So if you were to go to that park during the day, there'd be a live person to talk to you, take your registration, answer your questions. They have, um, you know, all have their own phone numbers. And these are places like the Yacht Club, Four Freedoms Park, uh, the Youth Center and Skate Park, Sunsplash Family Water Park, among some other ones. And these are all facilities that offer regular programs and ongoing special events, that sort of thing. What I think is kind of neat about the parks and recreation programs here in Cape Coral is we have something to offer no matter what the age. We have um, beginning swimming programs for kids at the uh, Yacht Club and also at Sunsplash. And then we go all the way up to uh, the Lake Kennedy and the Rotino Senior Centers. Yes, absolutely. Actually, the mission of the Parks and Recreation Department is to offer a wide range of recreational programs for individuals of various ages, skill levels, interests, social needs, and economic capabilities that collectively enhance the overall quality of life in the city of Cape Coral. Gosh, it almost sounded like you read, <laughs> read that. <laughs> almost, almost. But we have a little bit of something for, for everyone. And that's kind of, I think, the point you were making. You, didn't want to, you wanted to make sure you didn't miss anybody there because we cover so many different groups. Exactly. So in addition to those 11 recreation centers and attractions, we also have a number of specialty parks, neighborhood parks, Everything from one that's a quarter of an acre large, uh, Reflections Park, which is our smallest, to the 365-acre Four Mile Cove Ecological Preserve that actually has nature trails, kayak rentals, all kinds of stuff out there. Yeah, and then kayak rentals are really big right now at this time of the year because it's our winter here in Cape Coral, which means it's very nice out. Oh, absolutely. No mosquitoes. Exactly. And that's one of the reasons why it's so popular now. Let's talk about um, some of our uh, new stuff that might be coming on. I know um, we're getting ready to open a beach out at Four Freedoms Park. Can you tell us a little bit about that beach, where it came from, uh, the whole idea? Sure. The Yacht Club Beach used to be the only beach in Cape Coral, and the city recently teamed up with the Community Redevelopment Agency, or the CRA, to form a partnership to develop another beach at Four Freedoms Park. And this on this new beach is overlooking the beautiful Bimini Basin and it, it was actually part of the reason behind it was to give residents and visitors uh, another beach to enjoy and also another reason to come downtown and and visit the wonderful businesses that we have in the downtown area. And the Bimini Basin that's a very popular area that's where we host uh, another one of our big events at Christmas time which is the uh, the holiday boat along. Uh, it kind of goes around there in the Bimini Basin area. The a beach, I, I believe, is around a forty, but a little over forty thousand dollars that the CRA contributed toward the development of that. I've seen the pictures of it. It's going to be opening up here in the next couple of weeks, and it looks great. Correct. We're really excited about it to have this other community resource. So, if you're anywhere near the Four Freedoms Park, you're going to have to stop by there in a, in a couple of weeks and take advantage of this nice new amenity there. Absolutely. One of the uh, the big attractions here in Cape Coral is Sunsplash Family Water Park. Uh, we're going to have Sandra Greiner, who's the uh, manager of the water park, on here in a couple of weeks. But let's talk a little bit about Sunsplash. When does the Sunsplash season uh, begin and end? Well, Sunsplash is the city's 14-acre water park, and we operate seasonally from March through September. And this year we're opening on Saturday, March the 3rd. So it's coming up here very soon. Yep, we're busy with preparations right now. Does the um, does the water park have any new slides? How many slides does the water park have? 
uh, roughly 15. 15 slides. Do they have any new ones opening this year? We don't have any new attractions opening this year. However, we're real excited. It's the 20th anniversary of the water park, and so we have a lot of fun activities planned around the 20th anniversary. And the whole park has just been freshened up in the off-season with fresh new tropical-colored paint and uh, new landscaping and all that good stuff. So getting all ready for lots of visitors come and see us. And Sunsplash is very popular during the summer months, isn't it? It is. We normally have over 140,000 visitors a year, and we host everything from daily admission to you know, birthday parties, group outings, and we also host popular family fun nights as well as aqua theater nights, which people really enjoy. Tell the listeners a little bit more about family fun nights and the aqua theater. What's so interesting uh, about those particular events? Well, Sunsplash is typically open 10 a.m. to 5 p.m., but we've added these extra family fun nights and aqua theater nights a couple times a month that families can come out under the lights and experience Sunsplash that way in the evening. Um, We do it at a discounted price, and family fun nights, there are all kinds of great raffle prizes people can win. And on Aqua Theater Night, we've got a giant inflatable movie screen showing a family-friendly movie that people can actually watch from inside the family pool on an inner tube. Is that on the the Lazy River? They can float down the Lazy River and watch it? They they could watch it from the Lazy (laughs) River. They can also watch it from the family pool, which is, it's a really cool way to be able to watch a movie and spend some time with your family. How many of those aqua nights do we have at uh, Sunsplash? We have three aqua theater nights this this season. Um, they're the fourth Friday of the month, and we have five family fun nights, and those are the second Saturday. Now, if you want to get a season pass to Sunsplash, does the water park offer those? We absolutely do. In fact, we've made it very affordable the last couple years. We have an early bird season pass available up until April 8th this year that people can buy passes for $20 less than the regular prices. And for local residents, you can get a pass for anywhere from $54 to $64 for the whole year. And that includes you know, unlimited admission to the park, as well as the Aqua Theater Nights and the Family Fun Nights. And that's a great investment for families that have kids, and they're looking for something for their kids to do during the week, especially when Sunsplash starts opening uh, on, a, on a daily basis. Oh, absolutely. Instead of having to try to find the money every weekend for what you should do for entertainment value, you've already got the card, so you might as well come to Sunsplash. Now, that early bird pass, that was a big hit last year, wasn't it? Absolutely. We've had um, great success with it the past couple of years. Thousands of pass holders have um, really enjoyed it, and it's really made it an affordable option for our local residents to enjoy. Well, we'll get Sandy on here in a couple of weeks to talk a little bit more because I know she loves her Sunsplash. and Absolutely. And she'll be, she'll be able to tell us a lot about the upcoming season. Coral Oaks is another facility that the city operates. It's the uh, one municipal golf course that's here in town. Um, tell us about the, the golf course. Right now is, is really the high point as far as usage because it's the weather. The weather's very nice. In the summer, it gets hot. It gets humid. When do the summer rates kick in for Coral Oaks? Because those are usually less if you're a resident or visitor here. Right. Well, that's because right now it's 30 degrees and cold and gray and snowy in other parts of the country. So this is our high season for Coral Oaks. Coral Oaks is a par 72 championship course designed by Arthur Hills. 
Um, it's very challenging. I'm sure you'll have Alan in here to, to tell more about it. But the current rates go through March. Then we have what we call a shoulder season during the month of April that the rates go down a little bit. And then from May to October, we have our you know most affordable rates of the season. I played out there a couple of months ago, and it had been a while since I played. I think I came back about six balls short. <laughs> which is which is not unusual. That gives you a little bit idea about the uh, there's some water traps out there and and there's definitely some sand around some of those holes too. Well, then you must hit it far. <laughs> not the right way all the time. <laughs> uh, there's also season passes available at Coral Oaks, correct? Correct. We actually offer a couple of golf memberships. We offer full year memberships where the members only pay greens fee or they get the greens fee unlimited and they only pay the cart fee each time they come. We do have an unlimited cart rental um, membership as well that they can purchase. And then we have nine month golf memberships where the member can play from April through October. I'm sorry, April through December with unlimited greens fee and they just pay the cart fee. And there's all kinds of cool benefits that go with the memberships, you know, discounts in Knickers Pub and in the pro shop and and um, priority on some of the different other things. And Alan, he's the manager and he's also the pro there, correct? Correct. And we actually have three PGA professionals at Coral Oaks and we offer um, various golf schools, leagues, clinics throughout the year. So if you lose too many balls, you can always take one of our PGA <laughs> clinics, and um, they'd be happy to help out. And, and um, again, they, we also have a, one of the largest practice facilities in the area uh, with the driving range there at Coral Oaks. And I think that you can get a, a different variety of lessons. You can get them private lessons. You can do them with a group. They have all kinds of options there, I think. Absolutely. We have the individual instruction. We actually have a five-week-long or five-session golf school, which really covers all aspects of, of your golfing experience. So that's something cool. If you're looking to brush up on your game or, you know, just you're brand new to the game, we're trying to get some new folks out there, uh, golf school is a great way to do that. Um, we also offer clinics that are free every Tuesday at 10 a.m., Saturday at 2 p.m. and Sunday at 10 a.m. Uh, all you have to do is buy two buckets of range balls. It comes to a total of $10, and you have one of the PGA professionals out there with you on the driving range giving you some pointers. Oh, that, that's a, actually a great deal. Absolutely. $10 private. and Basically, you know, that's group instruction, but with a PGA professional kind of looking at your swing and telling you how to do it better, you can't go wrong. Yeah, I might have to take them up on that particular offer. We'll have Alan on here uh, here in a, in a few weeks, and, and we'll talk to him about Coral Oaks and, and uh, how they're doing out there as far as uh, revenues and, and all that kind of good stuff. But uh, if, if you want to come and, and golf on a municipal course that's really well-maintained, uh, Coral Oaks is definitely a good choice for our visitors, our residents, and even uh, uh, some folks that live outside of Cape Coral. Right, and we actually now take tee times even online, and we accept tee times up to five days in advance, and coraloaksgolf.com is the website to go to to get you know information about lessons and tee times and all that other good stuff. And if we want to back up just one step, where, do, where are people going to go if they want to find out more information about Sunsplash? Sunsplashwaterpark.com. And they also have a Facebook page. We, we do. We have Facebook and Twitter pages, both for Sunsplash Water Park as well as for Coral Oaks Golf Course. And we also have a separate Facebook and Twitter for Parks and Recreation Department in general that kind of covers everything from the senior activities to things taking place at the Art Studio and Four Freedoms Park. And I can tell the listeners out there that the Sunsplash Facebook page is very popular. I think it has more than 5,000 uh, followers. And uh, I, Michelle and her team are constantly uh, posting uh, notices on there and, and really getting people fired up about the season. 
Right. We'd like to um, keep our folks engaged, and we have done a couple specials for people who are Facebook fans. Um, you know, discounted admission to the park on different select days. Um, we've done some specials with Coral Oaks as well, as well. So if you don't already like us, please be sure to go on and do that and um, find out the latest and greatest before everybody else knows. Yep. Let's move on to special events. That's one of the, um, I think, uh, one of the most interesting things that uh, the Parks and Recreation Department does, not to take away anything from Sunsplash and Coral Oaks and our athletics and our parks, but uh, Todd King and, and his uh, staff, I think, of one, uh, does a great job uh, setting up some special events here. We just had the Tour de Cape, which is a, a bicycle, uh, not really a race, but a run. Uh, how did that uh, come off this year? Tour de Cape was once again extremely popular. We had about 1,700 people attend with 800 participants. We did a run and a family ride on the Saturday, and then the Sunday there was the bike ride where you can choose 15, 30, 60, or 100-mile course, and you kind of go at your own pace, and we've got you know different refreshment stands along the way, and you get a T-shirt and you know lunch at uh, Marina uh, at I'm sorry at Cape Harbor right after it was a tremendous event uh, everybody had a great time we've been doing that for a number of years now we have and I, 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 can't, I can't remember how long we've been doing it but it's been several this is years. either 21 or 22 years yeah, that at this sounds point. about right that sounds about right um, when we talk about our special events probably one of the most popular one is is the uh, is the coconut festival right coconut festival is actually Cape Coral's city signature event. We hold it at Sunsplash the second weekend of November every year, and it's a big three-day event featuring a full-blown carnival, live entertainment with national headline acts, and we've had over 20,000 people attend the event every year for the past six years. And we're bringing back an event that's been out for a couple of years due to budget cuts where we've come up with a way to, to bring back the sounds of jazz and blues. Tell the listeners a little bit about that one because that's coming up pretty soon. It is. We're real excited to be bringing back this popular event. It's going to be held this year on Saturday, March 24th at the resort at Marina Village. And there's going to be four musical acts with a headliner including Steve Oliver and the tickets go on sale soon. And I'm sure you're going to have Todd in here to tell a little bit more about that as we get closer to the time. I cannot wait to have Todd in here to talk about <laughs> special events. I've, I've never He's seen it. I, I, oh, my gosh. I've never seen anyone with so much energy to, and, and, and just so passionate about what he does uh, for the city of Cape Coral. Those are some of the annual events that we have. But we have some recurring events, too, that uh, go on on a regular basis during the year. For, for instance, Sunset Celebration. Correct. Sunset Celebration has been held for over nine years at the Yacht Club Community Park. It's the first Wednesday of the month and starts at either 4 or 5 o'clock, depending on the time of year, and goes till sunset. And there's a bunch of arts and craft vendors and a whole bunch of activity taking place and beautiful sunset right along the river. And then the very popular bike night. Yes, our bike nights are probably the second most popular event next to our Coconut Festival, and we get thousands of people down there. We run them um, every other month from October through April. They're from 5 to 10 p.m., and for six or eight blocks of 47th Terrace are blocked off for live entertainment, vendors, um, Harley games, all kinds of cool stuff. When is the next one? It's coming up very soon. It is. It's actually next Saturday, February 11th, and then we have another one coming up on Saturday, April the 14th. Well, Michelle, I know we've got an awful lot going on, and uh, I appreciate you coming on here talking about the special events, the parks programs that we have, the parks facilities. We'll be talking more about these as the year goes on, and uh, uh, 
Thanks for coming on and sharing with us today. Well, I appreciate that. If anybody would like more information, they can go to CapeParks.com. All right. Thanks, Michelle. We'll see you next time on CapeCast Audio 20.